Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. It's your host and your other host, Natalie and Vera. (laughs) Hey, how are you, V? I'm doing good. I'm here. Let's roll it. You are here. And it was was quite a journey to get here, you guys. So I feel like this verse today that we are talking about is going to be so good um, for us to talk about in the midst of needing it. Um, In fact, we just before we got on, we were praying this this prayer over Mm -hmm. ourselves. Um, So our verse this month is, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's so good. It's a great verse. And you're right. I did need it. I was getting pretty heated over here about three (laughs) minutes ago, uh, trying to get our equipment set up and sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work so it didn't want to work this morning you were reminding me though hey it's all right it's why we're here i this, needed that because we need this first i needed that joy <laughs> and peace because mama was hot and angry <laughs> yeah it's all right you know sometimes that happens i get hot and angry too and and i need verses like this to be like oh right yes um so vera Tell me about the design of this verse. Mm -hmm. I just really feel like that's one thing I always love to hear from you. And I am, I'm just like everybody else. Like I'm not a part of the design. So when I see the design for the first time, it's always one of those things where I'm like, pop. Wow. That's amazing. I love the design this month, especially it's like a favorite already. Yeah, I really love this month's design. Um, I think we were, you know, thinking about the major concepts in this verse. So you've got hope, joy, peace, trust. Those are the things that we're kind Mm -hmm. of focusing in on. And when I think about hope a lot of the time and peace, I oftentimes, I think a lot of people, especially with peace, see a dove or a bird. Um, And so we kind of went with that as the starting point. And we messed around with this one for a long time um, and ended up on this verse or on this design where the the words are on one half and then the other half and in the middle is the bird. And it's this idea mm-hmm. of, you know, the first half says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. And then it's like, okay, so then there's the bird and it's like this pause almost as you trust mm-hmm. in him. And then it's the, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so there's a, there's a purposeful break in the letters because there's that pause of like, you got to start with trust. That's actually, you start with the God of hope, but when it comes to you, it's, it's you putting, placing your trust in the God of hope. And then out of that pours from the Holy Spirit hope. I love that. In fact, it's funny because as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk with you about for this particular verse, it is sort of a first do this, then this comes so that this can come. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is the trust, right? That we have this God of hope and that when we trust in him, 
So as you trust in him, the verse says, you are filled with this joy and this peace, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first idea is first you trust in, in this God of hope. And there's so many reasons why we should trust in him. There's so many reasons why he's trustworthy. But when we do that, our experience is to be filled with joy and with peace. And then it goes, there's that, that break. There's a purpose behind it, right? There's that so that. So because or the reason behind being filled with joy and peace and, and trusting in him is so there's this connective idea so that. The purpose behind it is so that you can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So this idea of overflowing with hope comes out of this trust that we have, this peace and this joy that we've been given. And, and that's really where I want to like focus in on is this idea of overflowing with hope. Because I think that that's, that's the purpose behind the joy and the peace that God gives us is overflowing with, at least in this verse, it tells us that the purpose behind the hope that we have, the peace that we have, the joy that we have is this overflowing, mm -hmm. right? So tell me about overflowing. Like why, why do we need to overflow? What's interesting to me about overflowing with hope is when I feel hopeless without hope, it's typically a situation that feels overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I would never describe my hope as overflowing in those moments. If I need to trust God, that implies that I have come to the end of myself and I have to trust in something bigger than myself. So mm -hmm. most of the time, maybe maybe even all of, every time that I am in an <laughs> overwhelming situation where I've come to the end of myself and I am choosing to trust in God I promise you that I don't believe that I'm now going to overflow with hope. Most yeah. of the time, I think it's like, I'm going to scrape and get a, the tiniest bit of hope I can hold on to. <laughs> and that's not the promise here. Right. right. The promise is right. that we would overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's the, the linchpin there is that it's not my own scraped up hope. It is hope only by the power of the, the Holy Spirit. And so what I love about this verse is that he's promising us abundantly more than we could ever hope for or imagine when it comes to hope. He's not saying, here's your tiny little itty bitty hope that you get from your tiny itty bitty trust in me. It's like, no, you put your trust in me. I'm going to, you're going to overflow with hope. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that has been the thing that's kicked me, kicked me the hardest this this month when I'm looking at this verse and I'm meditating on it is like, do I, when I am angry and overwhelmed or whatever, like I was 15 minutes ago, <laughs> do I right. believe that God can give me overwhelming, overflowing hope? Yeah. I love the picture of abundance here and the purpose behind the abundance, you know, that, that it's not just a little bit of peace and a, a little bit of joy, it's overflowing. So this this fullness that we receive from God is is it there's there's a purpose for it beyond ourselves, right? Because if it were just for us, we just be filled up to the brim, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yet this verse is telling us that we're not just filled up to the brim with peace and joy. We're filled up to overflowing. Like there's a, and that's the, so that, so that we would be 
overflowing with hope. So it's not that, you know, we're given this joy and this peace so that we can keep it to ourselves. It's so that we can be overflowing with hope. And that's for other people. <laughs> for those of you who are only listening to this and not watching this, Vera just did some like fist bumps over in Many the Many fist bumps. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we all know the people who overflow with hope. Don't we want to be mm-hmm. around them? I know a few people mm-hmm. who are like that. And I'm like, oh, I always feel like I'm sucking energy from them. <laughs> They're overflowing with hope. I want to yeah. be near them because I can sense the power of the Holy Spirit pouring hope into them and out onto me. And I want to yeah. be that person to the people I'm around. Yeah. And I think that's that's for our friends who are believers. That's for our family. But there's something even more just beautiful and stark in the contrast when you're talking about people who don't have that hope, who don't, who are in a hopeless place. You know, there's a verse that talks about how as unbelievers, we are without hope and without God in the world. And I remember as an unbeliever feeling that hopelessness and wondering like, what is it all for? Why am I here? Does anybody see me or understand me? Am I accepted? You know, I just struggled so much. And when the hope of the gospel broke in, through various forms, you know, little pinpricks of light, through people, through his word, you know, through, you know, going to various Christian events, it was like, whoa, this is totally different. And these people have to be fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my sort of cynical view of Christians that were like the first time I really met people who were just on fire for Jesus, I was like, that person can't be real. That's not real. But it's for real. But it's for real. Those are the people that you're just like, dude, wow. I mean, I want to be that. I want to be that person. And I sometimes maybe I am, but I think a lot of times I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I'm not. So how do we, like, for those of us who believe in Jesus, who trust in him, like, I think there there's two ways of looking at a verse like this. When we come to know Jesus, we immediately are transformed from being in a position of rebellion against God to a position of peace with God mm-hmm. and an overwhelming kind of joy that, oh my gosh, here I am now in right standing before God. And the hope that we have in that salvation is eternal hope. It's future hope. It is the glory of Christ to come. And yet there is this this verse, I don't think is talking about that. I think it's talking about experiential peace, experiential joy, experiential hope. Because like we said, you know, we all know these Christians that are like, who is that person? How did they get there? How do we attain that Vera? (laughs) How do we get that experiential, not just the positional truth of having peace with God and hope for eternity? How do we experience day by day this prayer, because this is a prayer. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace, like experience experientially, so that you can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This, is a, this isn't like Paul saying, may you have peace with God forever and ever. He's like, may you experience mm-hmm. peace. May you experience joy. May you experience hope. How do we get I there? I mean, 
I think <laughs> when you're when this is a new kind of experience for you, maybe you lack joy, maybe you lack peace, maybe you lack hope. I think you start with this with God's word. You commit this mm. to memory and you speak it to yourself. I mean, I I've woke, woken up a couple times in the middle of the night and this one I think just because we've been talking about it and meditating on it, it keeps popping into my head, but I'm praying it for myself. It starts yeah. with a sincere want, desire for those things and a and a trust. It starts with that trust and saying saying that to myself. May the God yeah. of hope fill me with joy and peace as I trust in him. God, I don't feel like I have full trust in you right now, but I want full trust in you. Make my heart tender to believing you. Here are the ways mm-hmm. I do believe you. Here are the ways I am not trusting you. Help me to trust you more. And and just start with a raw prayer to ask for the desire to trust him. I think that's great because it, it is a prayer, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's not just a prayer that we should be speaking over other people, but it's a prayer for us in those hopeless spaces when we find ourselves really needing it, you know? Totally. And it's definitely like, I've actually prayed this prayer audibly a couple of times over my kids lately. Like just, it just kind of came out of my mouth because it's in my heart right now and it's on the tip of my tongue. And so I would encourage you as you memorize this verse to just be, have an open heart to how God will use these words. Because I feel like this is going to be one of those verses that really sticks with me mm-hmm. over time. It just feels so natural for me to just little, 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 let it fall off of my tongue. Totally. And I, I think the second thing I just that just hit me um, is, you know, we don't really talk much about the Holy Spirit very often. <laughs> um and what I what I kind of mentioned before, but like inviting the Holy Spirit also mm. by the by the power of the Holy Spirit, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not anything you are conjuring up. This is not you digging down deep and trying to have hope. This is only by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is a great place to start. I think a lot of people don't know much about the Holy Spirit spooked out by the Holy Spirit. Who Sometimes knows? called the Holy Ghost. Holy I Ghost. Mean, ghosts are kind of scary. So that's like the KJV word version choice. Yeah. Um, but, but the idea is that the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. He is, he, he's a person. It's not just like a woo, ghosty, you know, presence. Neva. It's not, this is not like, you know, may the force be with you. This is God in a personal form in us and mm-hmm. him in us, right? Filling us with hope because he's in us, mm-hmm. because he is the giver of hope, because he is the God of hope. So our our three-person God is also one God and fully, completely unified. And so in, in, in his purposes and intents for our lives. And so because the Holy Spirit lives in us, the, the actual literal power of the God of the universe is in us. Mm-hmm. This is not some like hope in the sense like, I hope that I'm not late for my dentist appointment, right? This is the profound 
secure, solid hope of the omnipotent God of all things, the all-powerful, you know, God of the universe in us. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about some little bitty thing. We're talking about you have access to something that is so wonderful and great. Why is it that we don't fall on our knees daily and pray this prayer? <laughs> totally. So I, that's the invitation, really. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't have to be some super Christian. You don't have to have ever memorized no. scripture. You don't have to fully understand the Trinity. I mean, Google that <laughs> stuff. If you've never heard that word, you're welcome here. Like, um, yeah, for but sure. if you follow Jesus, the Holy Spirit is in you. That's the main point. And he gives us a hope that is overflowing. Amen. That is such good news. We it's good, good news, news for... <laughs> we love good news on this podcast. Um, it, but it's good news for everybody. Like you said, Vera, it's good news no matter where you're at in your walk with Jesus or you're just investigating him. And I don't know how you found this podcast, but welcome. Here you are. This is almost like... My, it, it is. It's mind-blowing. Like I said, when I first met Christians that were on fire for Jesus, I literally believed that they weren't real people. I'm like... That has to be some kind of a weird cult like facade where they have to act that way because mm-hmm. people aren't that hope filled. People aren't that joy filled. People aren't that at peace. And yet, as I investigated it, they were. They were legit. Praise God for putting people like that in my life to draw me out of darkness and into the light. But that's the message that we're giving you. Like, if you're unfamiliar with Christianity, this is like a crazy idea. It's crazy, crazy good. Crazy good. It's crazy good. And it's true. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. it might be a little bit shocking. <laughs> and we, you know what? Even as believers, this should cause us to worship. This should make us fall on our, our, our knees and wonder. Because just because it's familiar to us doesn't make it any less fantastic. That's what, you know? yeah, and, that's like the word overflowing for me. That's what keeps hitting to me. Like hitting me is mm-hmm. it's overflowing. I don't know if I allow myself to believe that. So that's what my challenge is to myself. Challenge. Overflow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Awesome, Vera. Well, we're about out of time. You got anything else to tell our listeners today? Yeah, I just, my, I really want to challenge you to invite God in wherever you are. Ask him to give you a heart that desires these things, that wants to trust Mm. in him. And invite the Holy Spirit. That's my challenge. I love that challenge. All right. Well, thanks for joining me again today, Vera. It's always so good to talk about God's word with you. And I hope that you listeners are blessed. And I'm just going to say this prayer over you right now, because I think it's it's what we should do. How, also, how, how else should, should we end this? Yeah. It, also, I don't think we once mentioned this is Romans 15, 13. So if you're like, what is the verse? Where do I get the verse? <laughs> Romans 15, 13. Yeah. And you can also go to our website, dwelldifferently.com. And we've got all the all this podcast stuff up there. We've got all the information. You can read blogs about it, all the things. Um, but let me just pray this over you all. And you, Vera. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, friends. I have a little public service announcement for you. If you have never been to our website, dwelldifferently.com, you should go over there because we have all kinds of devotional resources there for you. We would just love for you to visit over there. We have year upon year upon year of verses that we have been memorizing. Every month we memorize one new verse. And every month we post at least four devotionals on that verse. So if you're thinking, I'd like to memorize a couple more verses or another verse every month, then that's a great way to do it. So go on over to dwelldifferently.com and check out all of our old resource content. Just go to the devotional page and you can find all kinds of stuff there. It's free and we just would love to help you connect with God in that way. 